Welcome to Stuff You Should Know About Therapy. This podcast discusses everything you've ever wanted to know about therapy, but didn't know how to ask. We discuss many topics on the show, including how to help you overcome and cope with various situations. What many don't realize is that all of us are faced with various traumas and anxieties, and that we all want to work towards overcoming them. Here, we want to take away the stigma of therapy and assure you that everyone who is listening to this podcast is just like you, someone wanting to work on and improve their mental health. This podcast is your secure stop on your way to finding your answers. My name is Matthew, and I'll be your host. Let's get started with today's episode. Hello and welcome back. Once again, I want to thank you for giving me your time and attention. I know that there are so many places that you could place your attention, especially these days. And, as always, I don't take that lightly. I hope to inject some positivity into your day and make the time you give me back to you in the biggest possible way. Our most valuable resource is time and attention. And I hope that this makes your attention more precious throughout the rest of your day. That might mean you're just a little happier, a little more self-aware, or a little more present. Those little changes are what add up to a great life. And I want that for each and every one of you. Today, we are going to continue our talk about grief. As I have said previously, we are all getting used to the world of a new normal. And for a lot of us, stress and anxiety have turned or are turning to grief. Grief over our losses. Be they the unknown future of summer plans we had, the loss of a job, or even the loss of loved ones. Today, we are going to dive into coping skills and how they help us in the short term and in the long term. Both methods have their place in our lives. And the key to overcoming grief is knowing how and when to use each of them. Ultimately, as we will see, having a long-term mindset when it comes to grief, along with almost anything else in life, is the fastest way to recovery. Grief can come on like a wave and totally overwhelm us. Often, as is especially the case with grief, 
We don't even know what is happening to us. We might automatically turn to comforts and distractions, like our phone, the TV, food, etc. This morning, for example, I was having a few anxious thoughts that I was barely aware of. I was worried about my family, especially my mother, during these strange times. Without even knowing what I was doing, I automatically reached for my phone and opened social media. The funny thing is, I leave my phone on airplane mode when I go to sleep. And I know this, so I knew pulling up social media would only give me an error message. But I still did it anyway. I was thankful for this moment because it showed me that I have a tendency to numb my feelings like most people. If my phone hadn't been on airplane mode, and I was able to get on social media, I probably would have sunk into a rabbit hole and not thought much of it. I would have buried my feelings under a mountain of useless information until I forgot about my original concern. I would probably look up after a while and think to myself, dang. Another wasted morning on my phone, and not even understood what made me do it in the first place. For me, this is a vivid example of how our immediate strategies to deal with grief is to numb. However, it might surprise you that I don't think that this is always the wrong strategy. Let's talk about when it is and when it isn't. A good time to numb feelings is when you have already done everything you can to deal with them and you make a conscious choice to relax and unwind with a distraction. This could be a glass of wine at night, watching a movie, watching some TV, reading a novel, and so on. The important distinction is that you have already faced your feelings. Understand why you feel them. And are ready to leave those feelings having nothing left to say. In the example I gave of using my phone in the morning, I was having a feeling that I didn't like or didn't really understand, didn't want to deal with it. So I automatically reached for my phone. Automatically is the key word here. And it brings us to when it is bad to numb. Anytime we numb 
and it is automatic, it is a sign that it is almost definitely a bad habit. After all, numbing feelings with a substance or behavior automatically and without the ability to do otherwise is what addictions and compulsions are. And the first step to overcoming any addiction or compulsion is, you might have heard this one, admitting that the habit is a problem. That's the distinction we mentioned earlier. Before you numb, be aware. In other words, admit to yourself exactly what you are doing and why you are doing it. And be honest. That's the hard part. It gets easier every time you do it. But it is the hardest part. There are essentially two ways to deal with grief in the short term. You can numb, or you can choose to face the feelings and process them. While there are times to numb, it is very important that we partake consciously and never let numbing become an automatic first choice. When we choose to face our feelings, we are essentially doing long-term coping. To take another page from the book of Overcoming Addictions and Compulsions, long-term coping is about taking things one day at a time. When we face our feelings, they can seem totally overwhelming at first. We see how much work is on the horizon, and it might make us want to give up and resort to coping via numbing. But we don't have to take on all the grief today. We can face it for as long as we can, and then simply let it be. We can numb after we give ourselves a little time to grieve. It's okay to take time. Reach out to a friend. Realize that this is all part of our condition. No one expects you to be perfect. We are growing, evolving, and loving individuals who need time to process grief and loss. That is part of life and shouldn't be rushed through. Always numbed out or cursed or wished away. That is the truth. And as long as we accept the truth, 
We are halfway there already. Overcoming grief doesn't happen all at once. It happens slowly, over time, and only if we give it loving attention. Never stretch yourself to experience more pain than you can handle. And always reach out to others for support. As I've said many times on here, now is the time both to give and receive support. Because we are all going through the same thing, more or less, at the same time. Thank you for your time and your attention. And I look forward to speaking with you again soon. So, what do short-term and long-term coping skills look like? The answer is simple. It's up to you. We really hope that you enjoyed this episode of Stuff You Should Know About Therapy. Stay connected with us directly through our website at stuffyoushouldknowabouttherapy.com or you can join the discussion on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. If you'd like to speak with us directly, please email me at matthew at stuffyoushouldknowabouttherapy.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. And until next time, that stuff you should know about therapy.